Thanks for listening to the Last Days podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hello and welcome to the Last Days podcast. This is Todd Holmes. And Katie Holmes. And we're so glad that you are here with us. Yes, thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. Your time is precious. And we appreciate you tuning in here to this podcast as it has dropped. And uh, we're just going to jump right on into what um, God is wanting to say today and share that with you, what's on our hearts. And uh, we're just going to go on forward, and we, uh, we hope to see you sometime and uh, experience the pleasure of your presence here in Johnson City. Come see us sometime. In the meantime, let other people know that they can subscribe to the Last Days Podcast. And uh, join us on Instagram also, the Last Days Podcast, on Instagram, and let us hear from you, okay? Yes. And uh, yeah, you can do that. And you can actually vote on our poll. Did oh, I put that out there? Did I actually, I actually do that? I don't know, you know if what? you did. Maybe I set it up and never got it out oh. there. I'm trying to think here. Oh, I was like, you know what? I, I did. It if you I'm did sorry. That. I got it all set up, and I had a question, and, <laughs> and I was going to ask a pro, and actually... <laughs> I never got it completed. Wow, that's pretty bad. But it's going to get done in Jesus' name. So by the time you hear this, that poll will be out there. Hallelujah. So go vote on the poll. Hallelujah. So anyway, praise the Lord. We're going forward here. And um, as I was lying in bed last night, no, actually it was this morning because I didn't get to bed till this morning, and um, and just lying there, you know, getting ready to go to sleep, which takes me about, you know, three, four seconds. Um, and uh, I, I go to sleep pretty quick, actually. I don't, I don't want to waste or waste or waste any time there. But, um, and, and I was just praying because, and I was praying about the podcast today. And it was, Lord, you know, what do you want, what do you want us to, to share? What do you want us to talk on? And what just really immediately, immediately came to me was, was this question, how do I stop sinning? How do I stop sinning? And I thought, what? How do I stop sinning? Don't and start. I, and I, well, yeah, that's a, that is, that's a great one, but actually that's an impossibility because everybody, everybody sins for all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. We aren't sinners, but we do have times when... Yeah. Yeah, but everybody has sinned. Romans three twenty three. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, just say don't start. That's an impossibility <laughs> because you're listening to this. You've already started. Okay. <laughs> and so, what we're doing is trying to talk to you into how to stop sinning. As far as, and what I what I really felt in my heart in regards to this is that not not we're saying okay from now on you can be you can be perfect. And you will never make a mistake. Um, you'll always do ev- absolutely everything right before God, because uh, you know that. Otherwise, you wouldn't need forgiveness. You wouldn't need to uh, apply First John one nine to confess your sins, because mm-hmm. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. But the Word does say that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans three twenty three, Romans road of salvation. Romans six twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, Romans 3.23, for all of sin comes short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, excuse me, is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm -hmm. And so if you continue in sin, then you're going to experience death, spiritual death, not not just physical death. Everybody's going to die, okay? Uh, Everybody, it's appointed and the man wants to die. After that, the judgment which does not mean that somebody can't be raised from the dead. Wow, we got into a discussion about that the other day, how some people actually don't believe that anybody's ever been raised from the dead. It was like, (laughs) I'm just going to call it, it was some Baptists in the area here, and that's just what they teach. It's just like, well, nobody's actually done that because the Bible says da-da-da-da-da. And so there's a whole lot of 
studying that needs to be going on here um, in the area. And, and so maybe in your minds also. But that's, that's not what, you know, we're, we're getting away from the plot here. But the thing is, is that some people have issues with continuous sin in their lives. Right. And they don't know how to overcome in that area. Right. The, the word does say in, in, in Revelation, they overcame him, talking about the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And you have to have, I mean, there's, there's no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. Right. And, uh, and so that's, that's always taken place um, from the Garden of Eden when um, God shed the blood of an animal to make skins for Adam and Eve, and then coming on through the law where, you know, there had to be sacrifices made, things had to be done according to the word of God for the atonement for sin. Jesus Christ came as the perfect lamb of God without spot, without blemish. He paid the price for all of our sin. And so therefore, the ability to have our lives washed clean from sin has been done. And so we have to apply that. It's just like in the natural, you um, are, even though you may say, I live a clean life, you are going to have to shower again. You are going to have to bathe. (laughs) And you may have great personal hygiene habits, but your flesh stinks true yeah everybody doesn't matter you go for a little while without bathing even if you haven't done anything super physically exertive you're going to start to stink Mm -hmm. because it's the nature of the flesh and if in and if spiritually you tend to go in that direction also (laughs) you know without the washing of the water of the word in your spiritual life you're 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 going to be a Stankin' Christian. I mean, you're going to give off an air that is not pleasing to God. And it's yes. not and it's not acceptable even to those around you. And like people with bad breath, you're the last person to realize it sometimes that you stink. And um and it takes somebody coming up to you, somebody bold, hey, you know what? You stink. You uh, you really yeah, or, or yeah, or here's some deodorant. Let me right. show you how to use this. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, it's so important that we, we recognize when we continue in sin that there is a way to stop that and to not be in that particular, what am I wanting to say? Kind of like a pattern, a pattern yeah. of, of sin. Um, that's not the plan of God. And... God has made a way for you to be able to break out of that and not mm-hmm. go back into it. The Word of God right. talks about a dog returning to its vomit, and and a lot of Christians actually in they, they do basically the same thing. Right? They, I, well, I need to get rid of this. This this is not sitting well with me, and mm-hmm. so they confess their sin, they get rid of it, mm-hmm. but then they they go right back and they begin to partake again of that same thing that made them sick and that they knew they had to be rid of. It's like the weight of sin on people. Yeah, they, they, they go back into that again. And so maybe as you are listening uh, to this podcast today, you're, you're saying, hey, you know what? I, I understand where you're coming from. And actually, probably... Every believer does understand yes, this because yes. I believe I believe that the pattern of sin is something that every believer has had to face and has had to break off of them. If you have not, that means you have not overcome. Right. Because there's just something about our flesh and even our mind that is is that is patternal a word? Uh-huh. It's um, that is that it, it, it's in it's in patterns, and and you have to realize what is bad, and you have to break it. Mm-hmm. It's just like 
if you uh, there, and the Bible says sin has pleasure for a season, and so it's not like you can look at something that is bad for you and say, well, you know what, it's just you know you don't like that, and so you just need to leave it leave it alone. You just need mm-hmm. to walk away from it. You're like, well, no, I I actually do like it. Mm-hmm. because sin has pleasure for a season. But after a while, you'll realize that, you know, you don't like the effects that it is causing. I mean, you might like you might like ice cream. In fact, probably almost maybe everybody listening to this likes ice cream. And so, yeah. and, and it's like, man, you know, I, I would love a, a bowl of ice cream or a, a nice waffle cone with a couple dips of ice cream and here we are we're talking about this we and haven't even had lunch today uh, yeah and uh I mean, how we, about a milkshake come on and we we fed our <laughs> new members dip. last last week <laughs> oh, we fed right. them banana splits and uh it was just summer. like it was incredible absolutely i mean ice we got cream, a wonderful church you where scream. you can you can come to our kbf ice cream <laughs> and have tacos you can join us <laughs> for our new members and have ice cream sundays experience our our church birthday have cupcakes uh, we got all kinds of stuff but anyway oh, yeah and i'm making coming up. we do have a family picnic coming up that's right next month it's going to be absolutely amazing oh, be tons of food and tons of fun it's going to be great come and join us hey, amen i think that's the second saturday of September. Actually, I think it's September 9th. Yes, that is correct. And it's out at um, the uh, Boone Lake Dam. Um, and, and it's, it's going to be absolutely yeah, incredible. And so park area. make yeah. sure that you, you, if you're in the area, you plan to join us. Um, but I, I was talking about ice cream. And so I got to get back on and to the sin. ice cream and sin <laughs> and trying to relate the two of them. And it's hard for people to, to put those things together and like, how can you call ice cream sin? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to make a correlation. If you would stop interrupting me, I'll get there, okay? But the thing is, is that you can you can have a bowl of ice cream or you can have a shake or a sundae or a banana split or whatever it might be, and, and it's great, and you enjoy that and everything like that. But if you have a pattern, if you start developing a pattern, it's like every meal, I have to have a bowl of ice cream afterwards. You are going to start experiencing some effects that that ice cream brings that you are not going to appreciate going forward. Um, after a while, you will detest ice cream. Really? You will, well, you will I, hate I've it. I've never got to that point. No, no, well, it's because you haven't got the pattern after every meal. Thank the Lord. And so... Because you will start to enlarge in a very big way. Yes, you, you will, that. yes. Uh, everything you will be expanding will. your territory. You'll be a great person. <laughs> very generous in yes. size. Yes, absolutely. And we, we've, we've... Yeah. Anyway, hallelujah. <laughs> And so there's a good, there's a right generosity and there's a wrong generosity. <laughs> let me just say that. And, and you were created to be the temple of the Lord, not the cathedral. So anyway, let's, let's go on though. But um, so just, and, and not, please don't, don't take this podcast and twist it and say, Pastor Todd says that ice cream is sin um, because I'm not saying that. And, and I don't believe that. I'm just saying that this is something that you say, I like, and so therefore it can't be wrong. Well, you know, there's, there's things that are wrong according to the Word of God that your flesh might like or your mind might like, your soulish right. Right. Uh, person might like, things you do, places you go, things you listen to, what you put your eyes on, things you think about, um, all of these things. Um, and and you, have to, you have to line your life up with the Word of God. And so the only way, that, that we'll just go through some different things that are going to, to help you, whether this is one podcast or we go into two, I'm not real sure exactly yet, but, but we're just going to go with the flow here and everything. But the, the, the first thing you have to realize, to be able to stop sinning, you have to, you've got to go in the opposite direction. Right. Okay? And so you have to run to God. You've got to, you've got to get full of God. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't, it just can't be like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fill my life with sin or sinful things or go or follow after the path of sin. Well, you, you're going to, the Bible says you will serve somebody. Mm-hmm. 
You, 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 you're going to either be a servant of righteousness, the Bible says, or a servant unto sin. And so you choose. You will serve one or the other. And, and, and so you have to make a choice. And so if you say, I do not want to serve sin anymore, then you need to serve God. And you need to serve his righteous plan in your life. And so you have to run after him. Right. First thing you need to do is you need to repent. You need to come before God and say, God, this is what I have been having a problem with. Not that he doesn't know, because he knows that. But you need to admit it. That's what confessing does. If you confess your sin before God, you confess your faults, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And so you can't cleanse yourself. God has to cleanse you. How do you get cleansed? By the blood of Jesus Christ. And so you have to say, Lord, please come into my life. Wash me, cleanse me, forgive me, set me free. Mm-hmm. I, I, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. I give my, my life to you, but I give my actions to you. I want to, to live a life where I practice righteousness. I do not want to practice sin. I want sin to be out of my life. Now, there's some that would tell you erroneously that you cannot live a life without sinning. Some people, even around here, say, I, you, you sin every day. <clears throat> no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, sinners are people who practice sin, just like a farmer is a person who practices or does farming, Okay. Whatever, whatever you might be, if you, if you say this is what I am, that means that's what you practice. That's what you do. Yes. That is, and, and actually, like an occupation. Right. Amen. I mean, I have tripped before, but I'm not a tripper. Okay? <laughs> Amen. Right. And actually, I have jogged before, but I'm not a jogger. Yes. Okay. Just because I, 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 you know, I had to catch up with my boys and I started, <laughs> I started, you know, jogging towards them and everything like that with my tongue hanging out, trying mm. to catch these young guys. Um, that doesn't make me a jogger. It just makes right. me tired. But yeah. the thing is, is that, you know, going, um, if you do something just, uh, occasionally that doesn't make you that thing. What makes you that thing is when you practice that, when you do that, that is a part of your life. Yeah, you can't say, I can't say I'm a gardener if, you know, uh, a couple years ago um, uh, we, we planted a garden and, uh, you know, and, and did this thing or that thing. A gardener is somebody who, you, you, you keep a garden going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you invest time in it. Right. You put effort into it. Right. You put your finances into it. And so a sinner is a person who puts their time, their effort, their finances, their, their physical being into that. And that is something that they accomplish. Right. Okay? Farmer is a person who farms. That is what they, that is what they do. And, uh, and, and they have to put themselves into it. You don't accidentally farm. Oh, wow, I didn't realize I was farming. Yeah, you did, you idiot. Yes, you were. You bought the tractor. You bought the land. You planted the seeds. You you bought the cow. Amen. And uh, you bought the farm. You know, you the thing is, is that you you know what you're doing. You know, like, oh, I had no idea I was sinning. Yeah, you did, you ugly thing. Yes, maybe, you, you maybe did. Maybe if they were just like growing weed, they'd be like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, I, I didn't no even idea, realize. Man. <laughs> I didn't realize what I was growing. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, playing Cheech and Chong songs in the background. Um, but a lot of the, people the, like people this. People probably don't even know who Cheech and Chong are these days. Those were, that was my years. Um, but now it, there's a whole lot of people doing that, actually, because <laughs> like, it's all legal now. It's everywhere. Right? Yes. It's just like I... <laughs> There's probably some and people that are that are that are <laughs> probably people that are listening who actually work at a yeah, at a one pot here. store, a CBD yeah, store, a, or something like that. A billboard here in our area. What was it called? Blue something or other. Yeah, blue yeah, haze. A, a can. Yes, pretty much <laughs> cannabis store. Yeah, pretty much. But growing. anyway, yeah. we digress. Anyway. Yeah, greatly. Totally. But 
and I, I hope, I really hope that you don't work at a cannabis store. But anyway, or what, you're not, because you're that not growing does, that. The reason right. I say this is because it doesn't promote righteousness. Right. Okay. Right. It, it, it per- kills a lot of brain cells too. Brain fog <laughs> and life fog, actually, yes. not just brain fog. Really it's just stupidity. like, anyway. And a. And uh, my wife could talk abundance. to you more about that than I could, <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> because not currently, because she's yeah, you know, she's not <laughs> like a. I don't know what the old song was. I'm gonna be like um, you know, President Bill Clinton back in the day when he said something like, "What was it? He he smoked, but he didn't, or he tried, didn't it, but inhale. he didn't inhale." <laughs> so I'm a smoker. Anyway, I'm I a actually, joker. <laughs> I'm a midnight toker. You know, I think that was an I old song. I actually did try smoking weed, but you know, <clears throat> honestly, the Lord, I felt like the Lord totally protected me because I know I had people praying for me because Amen. I it actually had no effect on me. I'm not going to tell you I didn't inhale. I totally <clears throat> did. But it actually so, didn't. So I, I'm so thankful for that. But she, anyway. She did not know Clinton the way <laughs> the Clinton toking way. But yeah. she she <laughs> she got it anyway. Anyway. But and and I actually did smoke one time, my sister and I. But um <laughs> that was like that was very here. uh this that was very eye-opening. Real, you didn't even have real cigarettes. No, we, we didn't know. Oh, it's you just tried to make like we, your own. We made our own, and we, we didn't know what was in a cigarette, actually. And so, <laughs> but what we had seen of cigarettes that were left on the ground was that there, when we'd, we'd see the little, what are they, stumpies or something like this, <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah, yes. left over because people drop them on right. the ground and then they stomp on them. Yeah. And so, anyway, so. The little butts. Yeah, the little butts, <laughs> yes. And so we would pick those up, and you, as you open them up, you, all you find was cotton in there. And so we thought cigarettes were made of cotton. And so, and we, we see people, you know, as I was growing up, it was like people like, you know, they were just like chain smoking, man. They were just. They light one up and they begin mm. to smoke and big draw on it, blowing smoke out and everything like that. And we're like, what's the draw to this? There must and they, they seem like they were enjoying it. And so my sister and I as and we're pretty young, I mean very young, just like young grade school, very young grade school. So we decided, you know what, we ought to just make a cigarette. And so we did so. And so we had some notebook paper and we found some oh. cotton in the bathroom. And oh. so we put some we put some cotton in the note in the notebook paper <laughs> and we rolled our own you see we did and uh, because that's all we thought the cigarettes were is they had cotton and paper and we got some tape and we taped up oh. our 11 inch reefer and because <laughs> <laughs> oh it was you know that's how long it was it was you know it was eight and a half, by, and 11. A half by 11 and full of cotton and um and 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 so anyway, we, we, we lit it up and, you know, the end of it and everything. And, and so it's, it's, it's burning. And I remember taking a big old inhalation, oh, you know, you oh okay. my gosh. Yeah. And I, I think I coughed for like three hours and, uh, oh, I, I was, I, I took one, one drag on that thing and thought I was dying. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, it, this is this is hell and so um that cured me from from smoking right there so that was my that was my only only time ever smoking and uh you cured were gonna give new meaning one to, drag. The, to the phrase living in high cotton <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I, I did find out later that there was an ingredient that we were missing and uh the tobacco just just a and minor like thing, oh yeah. yeah well maybe that maybe that accounts for something there but still, uh, I would tell you, don't light up cotton, okay? <laughs> and so, anywhere. Um, but, well, I digress. Anyway, so, what was I talking about? Sinning, sin. practicing sin. And so, 11-inch cotton cigarettes were sin for me. <laughs> and, uh, Gosh. and so, I just made a decision right then. I, I am not going to be a smoker, Okay. <laughs> And uh, my sister did also, and I can attest that she has never gone back to that sinful practice, and neither have I <laughs> cured ourselves. Um, and actually, you know, there's there's sometimes where you have to you have to see the effects of sin to be able to to really understand that. If you keep going in this direction, this is what it could do to you. Right. You know, it's just like we took our boys um, to see the sound of freedom. Uh huh. And, and I did that intentionally, um, and it was 
it, it, a great movie, a, a phenomenal movie. Yes. Um, and what it is about actually is the effects of pornography. Right. If you didn't realize that, that's 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 the root that's where it of starts, that. That's right. where it all starts. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm not I'm not doing this because you know we got you know you have a, if you have a problem with pornography, this is what you need to do. No, I just I, I just realized okay, this this is an excellent way of coming to understand you know the effects of this because you actually to be able to break free from pornography you have to hate it you have to hate it and the only way you can hate it is to see the effects of it child trafficking human trafficking are the effects the deadly effects of sin caused by uh, pornography, because that's how it all started. And people got into pornography, not, not, not thinking that, you know what, somewhere down the road here in a little bit, I'm going to become a human trafficker. No, 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 that, that's not how it started. And you might realize, okay, the, a big part of that is the love of money, which is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. But the door to that particular thing came through pornography. Right. And so you have to hate it. But until you actually get full of God, which is the first thing, you can't develop a hatred for things that are that are ungodly, things right. that are sin. Right. Because there has to be the the opposite in your life. You have to you have to run in the opposite spirit of something to be able to exert the the proper influence against or the effort against that which is sin which would destroy you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so people have to first of all you got to get hungry for god right if you are continually sinning you're not hungry enough for god you're not full of god yet and you say well pastor todd i don't agree with that i am full of god no no you can't be full of god and be practicing sin there is still enough room in your life for sin. If you're full of God, that pushes out the desire, actually, for sin. Right. So you have to fill yourself with something else. Right. It's just like if I uh, if have here sitting on the, the table um, here in the studio, we have a bottle of water, <clears throat> and, and you can... You can have a full bottle of water, and there's not room for anything else in it. If you put anything else in it, it's going to overflow. Now, what can be done is to have something that, that begins, that is not water, that begins to pour into that continually, and then the water will be forced out. Mm-hmm. But... If that bottle is full, then it's full. You, you, you can't say, hey, you know what? I've got a little bit of, uh, I have a little bit of pop in here. Or there's a little bit of coffee in here. No, no, it's just pure bottle of water. It's full of water. That's all there is. <clears throat> and so you have to be full of God so that there is not space, there is not room for you to, to have anything else that is a part of your life. Say, no, this is all it is. I just am going to be full of God. Right, right. And a lot of times, you know, people think like, okay, that means that if I'm going to be like full of God, then they go to like a religious mindset of like, okay, that means I'm at church, you know, like 24 hours a day and I'm always no. praying. No. And, you know, and, and that's actually not what we're talking about. You well, can, you can stay be constant in God. prayer. Right. The Bible talks about that, but not in a religious way. Right. And, or that the fact that you have to like, that means that you have to be at church all of the time. Of course, your strength spiritually and even being able to connect with other believers. And there, there's such a strength and that comes from a, a, a unity of that, of just being with, and of course, a corporate anointing and everything like that. So not saying anything against that, that's super vital. And I'm sure we'll address that even throughout that, because it's vitally important who you actually hang out with and who you surround yourself with. But what I'm saying is, is that in your everyday life, so when you're working, when you're at home with your family, when you're, when you're cooking, when you're, 
you know, uh, cleaning a house or you're visiting family members, what, whatever it is, you can still stay full of God. You Absolutely. can be, I mean, it should be that we're, we're building ourselves up in prayer, right? Like in the book of Jude, where it talks about, you know, praying in the Holy ghost building up. Cause of course that, that strengthens us spiritually and it, and it helps you in your faith as you're declaring the word of God, faith grows on the inside of you, right? So there's many things actually that just in your everyday walk and just, it should be a lifestyle, you know, with, with what you do. It's just like when I, I have a, you know, when I'm, I get in the, um, in the shower in the morning, I'm getting ready to go or whatever. It's just a pattern that I have established because I've done it enough now that it's, it's like second nature to me that I automatically just start declaring things from the word of God over my body, over my family, over my life, over my mind. I mean, in every way and just thanking, spending time, thanking God for his blessing upon my life, thanking him for his protection, thanking him for the blood of Jesus that covers me and declaring clearing, you know, and asking for wisdom, all kinds of things like that, that all of those things, of course, if you do what it takes to establish a a habit or a, or a pattern for you or whatever, then automatically, then there isn't like you were get, get, you gave the illustration, babe, of the, of the bottle of water. There isn't room then and it's not a pattern for me to sit there and, and be like, oh, today's another day. I'm just so overwhelmed in my mind and then start worrying and start, oh my gosh, what am I going to do about this or whatever? No, that's been pushed aside because I started declaring the, the word of the Lord because I started taking authority over fear and over doubt and over lack and all those things and, op- and operate in the exact opposite spirit. Absolutely. And so then it's like, there's not even then in that area. And when I'm doing those things, there's not a way then for sin or even because understand that what's not a faith is sin, right? So if, if I'm listening to the voice of the enemy, it's allowing the enemy access actually into my life because he works in this realm of reason. So he wants to, of course, put doubt and negativity. He wants to undermine the authority yes. of the word of God in your life. He wants to come and question, well, is God, God well, I know God might've done that for you before, but he's not going to come through this time. Or look at you, you're such a loser or what, whatever he, you know, he's, he's saying, to you and some of the things are actually again talking about patterns it's you simply changing actually in even the way that you think because patterns get established in your mind and they've even proven that if they could look at your brain physically look at your brain they would be able to tell by the structure of it whether you're a positive thinker and of course anything you think you speak on you act on it's a habit it actually affects your destiny so they can tell whether you're a positive thinker and so therefore if your life is positive or if it's a ne- or if you're negative thinker because of the structure and the way things change so if you think a certain way long enough because again, thinking, that's where it all starts. Thinking determines everything. So if you think a, a certain way long enough, your brain easily accommodates that because you've set up a pattern. So then it's like that way of thinking and operating and speaking is is just, you don't even think anything about it. Right. Honestly, it's just, it's such ingrained in you. That's the way you do it. But if you will establish discipline, of course, the Holy Spirit is there to, to be, he's the great teacher and he comes alongside and he helps you and he strengthens you. He's the advocate, the strengthener, the standby, the secretary. Another it actually means to just come alongside and help you. So we're the one who has to start in a direction. We have to have the determination and ask for the help and the wisdom from God, the power of God to help us. But the Holy Spirit is right there with us and they'll come a grace upon you to be able to make this change. But they've proven actually through science that if you will just do start a new pattern, a way of thinking, it, within three to four days, there's actually a physical new pathway that begins Pattern. to be established within yeah. your brain. And then, of course, it becomes much easier. So when I talk about something being second nature to me, it's because I had to pay the price for it to get like that. That's exactly right. Now, does that mean that I don't ever feel like in a funk or whatever? No, that many times that can happen. You know, I've had to learn. We've all lived in funky town <laughs> at one point or another. And it's not felt fun. No, this the sound, the song "Funky Town" is that's actually kind of cool. You know, kind of like our ministry for yeah. <laughs> so long. Funky Town like, Ministries. That's a fun song, but living yeah. in a funk is far from fun. And exactly so right. that's hard to say if you try to say that really fast a few times. Try it again. 
Um, we might end up with a bad word coming out instead. Anyway, <laughs> so, but, um, you know, I'm not naturally like like a morning person or anything like that. Even if I get like a lot of sleep, like that, that, that is actually something that. I agree man. with her. <laughs> she is telling the I truth right now. I wish I right wasn't now. like that. Anyway, I just haven't, I don't know. Anyway. Confession is good for the soul. I don't know if it is. Well, anyway, they say it is. It's good for them. They're (laughs) laughing right now. They're having a great time. And some people are saying, I totally agree with you. Uh, Other people are like, come on, Pastor Katie. I thought better of you. Uh, Five, six in the morning is not my time. But I will tell you that one in the morning is. So, you know, I mean, it's morning, you know. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't go to bed. Sometimes, yeah. Oh gosh. Anyway, so where was I going with all that? Naps. Where I was going? Naps. Oh. <laughs> naps are good. They're naps sinful. Naps and no, snacks they're wonderful. are naps good. Naps and snacks. Um, no, but but anyway, so I have People had are to learn. People enjoying this podcast. I can tell. Uh, I don't know. Either I hear that them or laughing. They're just like seriously. Can you get on with something like important? No. But I'm I am praying actually that this is very like useful and and helpful because above all else um, we definitely that that's what you know God is so awesome and he's so amazing and he's just like super cool and he's fun and so you have to be able to know that side of him. Some people only view God as what they have been taught through religion and that is like so that's like almost dev- that's devastating to my heart. That's how I feel inside about that because that's that's not even how our how God is and how our heavenly father is like mm-hmm. he desires such, you know, just an awesome relationship with you. And it, and we know that like, if we have great relationships in our life, they're the type of, of people, whether that's like a family member or a close friend or whatever, you can totally be yourself with them, right? That you know that they accept you. They love you 100, 100%, you know, unconditionally. It doesn't matter. Like if you, you might have a bad hair day, you might have a bad attitude. You might have, you might look great. You might, you know, you might be, you know, ready to have some fun or you might just be like, oh, life really sucks right now. But they totally love you and accept you and help you just right where you're at. Just like, hey, well, let, let me come along. You know, let me help me. Let me you know, I, I love you and I'm here for you. I gotcha. You know, and the Lord is so like that. Like we, we wouldn't even be able to be like that with each other if he wasn't like that mm-hmm. because it all comes from him. And so to be able to know that side of him is just, and and that part of him and know him in that way is just so awesome that only really then can you give that away to other people. Right. You know, because we receive the love of God and we have a revelation of uh, of that and then we're able to give that away to other people. And so that's why actually religious people are often like the most critical. They're mean, they're judgmental, they have a standard that nobody can live up to. Mm -hmm. And that's actually not a godly truth. They're crotchety. <laughs> they are. Yes, critical and grumpy. And they are. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we cranky. We can't. We we cranky. just can't be like that. But anyway, I had to learn. You know, um, a- after you know, I got saved and and everything, and especially when it came time to like getting married and everything, because it's one thing if you're single and you just like wake up in a funk and you don't want to talk to anybody and you just want to stay in that funk or whatever. And you're just like, uh, you know, okay, that's one thing. But when you, when you get married, there, there are certain things and maybe people don't realize this, but you actually give up things when you get married. And, and one of those is like living, you can't just live your life the way that you want to live anymore. Now you gain so much more, which marriage really should be the greatest like earthly blessing that, that you have in your life. That's how it's supposed to be. It's, it, yep. it was created to Very be the true. most powerful union here on earth and, and, and a refuge and just an amazing, amazing blessing. Um, and so, and which of course this podcast is not about marriage, so we're not going to continue in that, but I'm, I'm just giving an example that I had to realize that you have to be married to an amazing person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course that does make it much easier. (laughs) And, and yes, but, but you got to become, you know, amazing yourself, you you know, that is the key Um, right there. And be willing, like, yeah, be willing to just like lay it all before the Lord. And so I just had to realize, you know what, it, it, Katie, it doesn't matter just because you're not a morning person or the way that you feel or you don't want to talk in the morning or or but whatever. But she does like hugs. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't m- want to m- talk. Most of the like, time. <laughs> yeah, this is true. After a few minutes. Anyway. Um, after, you sh- after she unwinds the barbed wire from around her. 
Oh, whatever. I'm just kidding. Oh, my goodness. He bought me a, a shirt, a pajama shirt or whatever. Yes, I did. And it said, it's too early for you to say things to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, pretty much. Anyway. <laughs> so she wears that to remind me. No, <laughs> no it's actually been a kidding. very long time since I wore that. But anyway. No, I haven't seen it for a while. <laughs> Anyway, I was starting to say, and I'm, I'm trying to continue saying this. Sorry about this. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, how, how long and drawn out can we make this short little story? Exactly. Anyway, and so, um, but I had to learn that actually I can take authority over that funk. <laughs> actually. Um, well, well, and it well. was very hard at first because I didn't feel like doing that. And I was so used to really just giving into that feeling and thinking this is just the way that I am. I'm not a morning person. And this is how people are that are not morning people. And maybe yeah, yes, those who allow themselves to be like that, that that is true. That's the way that they are. And most people probably do because they're so led by their feelings. And that's the comfort of our flesh. And I had to realize that because I noticed, again, you deal with patterns and everything, that there would, if I would start to feel like down or in a funk, or I just like, uh, you know, you just want to like give into that because you're used to doing that, where I had to realize that actually what would happen is there was an oppressive spirit that would come and accommodate me in that. And that's sometimes what people don't realize is that we can say something like we wouldn't consider it sin. Like I didn't consider myself to be in sin or anything, but what I didn't realize is that an end and before the Lord, maybe I wasn't in sin, but do you understand that, that me continuing in that way actually gave access to the enemy and which would lead me to actually being in sin. And mm-hmm. so again, we're, we're not saying these things at like, and please understand our heart as in like legalism, like you got to be perfect. Otherwise you're in sin. That's not at all what we're talking about. Our goal and our desire for you is for you to live in victory in every single area of your life. Amen. And there are sometimes what these things that we would consider to be like small things in our life, like, Oh, don't talk about that. Don't touch that. That doesn't matter. Let me, let me be me. Let me do me, you know, type thing or whatever. And, and of course we all have free will choice. So you can, do that and we will love you and probably most of these things we would never ever even know about and and we don't desire to know about like we're you know that's not what we're about controlling people or knowing every little detail of life please oh my goodness I'm just working on myself so much anyway don't have time for that but um we have been able to in our own life just like I'm sharing this from my own life because of course I would know my life you know better than anybody else's and so there's things that actually, if you'll just start changing and putting in a different pattern, that they will lead to such areas of victory in your life and honestly, great joy. And then the the most awesome thing is us being able to help other people. And God desires to use each one of us to be able to do that. And so I realized then through that, that if I would simply just and this takes, you know, discipline on our part, which there's many areas of my life where I'm like, Lord, help me. I need some more discipline in these ways, you know, but to just, so I'm, I just say that to say, I'm not sitting here saying I've arrived on everything. I'm not at all. Like we're all a huge work in process, but I'll just say for me, this was a big area of turnaround in my life because I realized that I actually had authority over any influence that would cause me to go into a funk that would cause me to even have a negative mindset or anything because you can't operate in great faith with a negative mindset. It's very hard to operate in any amount of faith if you have a negative mindset and you have a negative, like you just like feel. And so you feel in a funk. And so I realized that if I would take authority over the enemy and his influence in my life, and I would declare the word of God, which is very hard when you don't feel like talking and you certainly don't feel like declaring victory because you don't feel victory. But I learned this as I would start doing that and line up my action with what the word of God says, I would line up my mind of how God desires me to think. I would line up my mouth with what he desires me to say. I would identify with the new creature in Christ that he has made 
made me because of the blood of Jesus and because I invited Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. If I would identify with those things and say those things and think those things, it changed everything in my life. It changed the way that my actions would be. It changed that like my whole view of my day and what I would accomplish and what God had for me to be. And, And then it would begin to make me think in higher ways. I can be the blessing that God has called me to be. And so when those things began to change, then understand I could then walk in actually what God has called me to walk in. You can't be an overcomer and teach other people to overcome and walk in the high places that God has already actually made available for us if you choose to have a mindset of defeat and you choose to speak and align with what the enemy says or the way that he wants you to feel. It just doesn't work that way. And so some of these things we might think are, are like impossible or so difficult, they're actually not. They just take some days of diligence. And if you fall behind, then you you don't get under condemnation. You're like, Father, please forgive me and help me. I just ask for a supernatural grace right now. And the Lord is like just praying. He's just waiting, excuse me, for us to pray those things because everything is available to us, Mm -hmm. but we have to decide if we're going to receive and we're going to walk in those things. That's exactly right. And I, I just, I promise you that you'll walk in levels of victory that you've never actually experience before and you'll teach others to be able to do that if i hadn't overcome i couldn't teach anybody else and i couldn't help anybody else to to overcome right and that's so that's that's actually the purpose of this whole podcast here we're getting ready to close this out and we'll we'll start back up here in just a yeah after we do this one we'll start another (laughs) one part two but the thing is that's that's what this is about because we we understand how to overcome we, we have to share that. We have to, and, and so God speaks to us, trying to fall asleep at night. Hey, this is, what, this is what I want my people to understand, how to stop sinning. And so there's, there's different ones right there that are right now that are listening. And, and I, want, I want you to pray with me right now. And so because the first step is, is acknowledging what's going on and stopping that and breaking that off. And then I want you to listen to the next podcast also because you're going to right now your assignment is we're going to we're going to confess this before God. We're going to we're going to free ourselves from the bondage of this, get out from underneath the weight of it. I now I'm going to get full of God. I'm going to get in his presence. I'm going to get plugged into church. I'm going to start having a habit of righteousness as part of my life and I'm going to start getting full of God and my my plan is to stay full of God then right because that's where we're heading right now the next next part of it is is staying full of God staying full of the fire of God okay and so but right now let's just take this step I want you to if this is you right now I want you to pray this prayer with me If, if you're somewhere and you say well hey I can't stop right now I can't do that well praise God this is the podcast you can go right back whenever you have this opportunity just make sure you do it okay I want you to pray this prayer with me right now say Lord Jesus I come to you right now I acknowledge my sin I ask you Lord to forgive me from all of my sinning and right now you just say what it is Lord now I ask for you to remove this from my life I ask you for supernatural grace to resist the temptation of sin. I ask for your supernatural grace to be able to live righteously. I thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have sent to live big inside of me. Come into my life. Don't just clean me, but Lord, fill me. Right now, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. Lord, fill me up till it bubbles out of me. I want to overflow with your presence. I want to overflow with the language of heaven 
Prashaka la dola na manka de deja kala dobora bramaka babosa kenja kala rabasite. And even as right now I'm praying for you, the Holy Spirit is falling upon you right now in the name of Jesus. I feel this in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is dropping upon you right now and it's filling you from within. And I ask right now that you would do just like they did in the book of Acts, that you would open your mouth and you would begin to speak and a new sound from heaven, a new, a new tongue is going to begin to flow out of you right now. It's evidence of the infilling. And so I thank you, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, as they begin to speak, you give them the utterance, just like you said in Acts chapter 2 that you would do. Verse 4, I thank you, Father, right now they are overflowing with the presence of God. And I thank you, Lord, it is a necessity. If they needed it as the church began, Father, we need it today day in our lives to be able to overcome and to be able to go forward with the things because Lord it is imperative that we live in righteousness that we walk with you every day I thank you right now for baptizing them in the Holy Ghost and with your fire in Jesus name thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you Jesus they are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And I thank you, Lord. They walk in this every day now. And we give you the praise. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. You're so good, Lord. You're so good, Lord. Your assignment is to stay full. So how do you stay full? I want to tell you, keep praying in the Holy Ghost. Paul said, I thank my God that I pray in tongues more than you all. Okay? And he wasn't from Tennessee. But the thing is, is that you have to stay full. Be filled with the Spirit. The actual Greek is be being filled. Continually be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking yes. to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Oh, that's how you stay full right there. Okay? So practice those things. And then I want you to tune in for the next podcast because we're going to give you the next plans, the next steps for how do I stop sinning. And so anyway, we're going to break for right now. We love you so much. God bless you. Thank you for listening. It's going to be a glorious day. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.